In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. A few years back, I was preaching a sermon, and there was a very wise young lady uh, in the church that day. Uh, my niece, she happened to be visiting from Alaska, the, the, the church where I, I was. And during my sermon, I was told that about three-quarters of the way through my sermon, she turned to her mom and she said, Why is Uncle Phil still talking? <laughs> now, I'm very glad that they told me that after the service and that she didn't stand up and say that to everyone because it's something she could have done. She was only about four years old at the time. But the reason why she was so wise and that that was a profound thing that she said is because sometimes we can talk too much. Father Thomas Hopko is known to have said that, that sometimes too much theological talk is just blah, blah. There comes a point where we have to just stop talking. And so the church gives us on this, the second Sunday of Great Lent, the the commemoration and the memorial of our Father among the Saints, Gregory Palamas, the wonder worker, Archbishop of Thessalonica. Because Gregory became very well known for his teaching and his preaching on what is called Hezekiah. Hezekiah is silence. Hezekiah is calm. Hezekiah is peace. But really marked by that understanding that we come to know God through silence, through listening, through prayer. And he came to that, of course, by experience. Gregory was one of those people, he lived in the 14th century, who was brilliant. He grew up in Constantinople, and he was taught everything. He was one of those people who you could look at him and say he could do anything that he wanted. And in fact, so many people thought because he grew up there in Constantinople that he would find himself working for the emperor, that he would be a, a high government official because he was so brilliant and so smart. But Gregory, when he was about 20 years old, left all of that, and he went to Mount Athos. And he went to Mount Athos so that he could dedicate himself to prayer. And while he was in prayer, very early on, in fact, he had a vision of our own patron, the Apostle John, who came to him in a vision and said, I will be your spiritual protector. And so Gregory found himself in prayer, seeking to be in line with the apostles, with our own heavenly patron. And so Gregory spent his life in prayer. He wasn't able to stay his whole life on uh, uh, Mount Athos, but instead he had to go to Thessaloniki after he had trouble with his health, and he went to Thessaloniki where he was ordained as a priest and he later served as a bishop. And it was really there where he began to teach and it began to be that, that his theme always was this Hezekiah, this understanding that we must know God through prayer, through silence. Because there were those at that time who wanted to say that it was good enough to sit and read about God, to read and study the scriptures, to read and study the works of the fathers. But Gregory said, that's not enough. And they told Gregory, well, you're crazy. You can't touch the essence of God. You can't know the essence of God. And so Gregory says, of course you can't know the essence of God. 
The essence of God is completely transcendent. It is otherworldly. It is something that we cannot even come close to being and knowing. But we can know the energies of God. And those energies of God are fully divine. And so he said through prayer we can experience the flowing of those energies of God. Through partaking of the Eucharist, we can experience the flowing of the energies of God. We can be fully consumed by the energies of God. And just like Christ, who was transfigured on Mount Tabor, we ourselves can be enveloped with that transfigured light, those energies of God. And when the fathers talk about those energies of God, they talk about a sword in the fire. And when you thrust a sword into the fire and you leave it in that fire, that sword begins to heat up. It doesn't cease to be a sword, but it begins to take on some of the properties of the fire so that when you take it out of the fire and you touch that sword to a piece of paper, it would go up in flames. And so the same is true of ourselves. When we immerse ourselves in prayer, when we immerse ourselves in attempting to experience the energies of God, we too can have that flame of the divinity. Not the essence, but the energies that come forth to us from the divine God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We don't touch the essence, but we touch the energies. And that takes great work. And it takes silence. John the theologian who Gregory saw wrote the book of Revelation that we're happening to study during this great Lenten season on Monday nights. And coming up this week we're going to talk about this period of, of the Revelation where John sees this scroll and it has seven seals on the scroll showing that it contains all of the mysteries of God. And he opens, the Lamb goes and opens all of the seals and when the Lamb comes to the seventh seal and opens the seal, it says there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Silence. The importance and power of silence. And here's where the struggle comes in. Can you imagine silence for half an hour? Can you do silence for half an hour? Can you do silence for half a minute? We'll make it a little bit easier. So much of the time, as soon as we get somewhere, we get into our car, we turn on the radio. We get home, winding down after a long day, we turn on the television. How much time do we spend in silence? And here's where the real work of knowing Christ comes in. Being able to be okay with that silence. We saw in the gospel this morning people who were willing to work to get to the feet of Christ. They came to a house and they found that it was completely full, and so they had to go and they even took their friend who was paralyzed onto the roof and brought, laid him down through the roof so that they could be at the feet of Christ. That took work. That took effort. Are we able to make that same effort? To sit and to be in silence, to know God in silence. As it says in the, in the Psalms, be still and know that I am God. That's where we really know God. In our Lenten handbook, one of those 55 maxims of Christian living from Father Hopko, number nine says, be in silence a little bit every day. 
Now, so lest some of you start wondering why is Father Philip still talking about silence, I'll stop here and say that for the rest of this Lenten season, I'll encourage you all to take moments every single day to be in Hezekiah, as St. Gregory Palamas taught to us, to be in silence, to pray the prayer of the heart, the Jesus prayer, and to cultivate in ourselves calm and peace and silence so that we can really not just know about God, but do the hard work to know God, to know that person who is with us. And may we, in our silence, really and truly encounter him. May the prayers of St. Gregory Palamas, who taught us this Hezekiah, be with us as we attempt ourselves to be silent and know God. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.